Welcome to Queen Talk with AJ. We are two magical black queens from the A, college roomies turned cousins. Join us as we unpack truth, lies, and all in between. We give all the millennial depth, culture, and lessons. This ain't no girl talk. This is queen talk. And we your hosts. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ayana. Period. Bitches that showed up and glowed up. What it do? How how are you, friend? Girl, this week has been whooping my ass, but oh, I am here, girl. I'm here. You still standing? We live. We live and in color. Period. Y'all, we have we've been doing a masculine series, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. We've been doing a masculine series, so this is week three of our masculine series, and we have a wonderful guest. From our KSU days, his name is Mike. You guys, welcome, Hi. Mike. <laughs> How are you guys? How are you guys? We are great. How are you, Mike? We are good. How are you? Listen, I believe it was Jay Dilla that said it. Listen, this week has had hands, okay? But I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'll be fine back. I'll be fine okay, back. Okay, you have I'm, to. I'm trying not to. Now, listen, I don't windmill and I don't spit razors, but I'm going to put them hands up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. I, I, got, I got something. I got something for them. No, okay. windmilling, windmilling is not the way to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as you're still fighting, don't give up. For real. Listen, fighting and fine. Y'all know how I do it. but no um it is really i'm very glad to be here i thank you guys for um having me on i um i don't really get a lot of podcast experience so to be here with two ksu alums and two fabulous ladies like yourselves it, it's it's really cool so thank you guys for having me oh thank you yes thank you thank you let me tell y'all mike has always been supportive if one thing he gonna do is let you know you're doing amazing and you look good you look good doing it okay um yes i just remember mike like in case you always being he was very warm he was very fun but he gonna give it to you straight like that too like i always love that about you so i am so excited that you're here with us today i am excited to be here especially talking about masculinity because you know people think it's one thing and it's and it's a few things but we'll get it okay okay period oh i can't wait for this yeah (laughs) mike about to bring it down for us Please do, please do. Um, so let's pop it off. Okay, we really do not have any culture topics this week, y'all. Yeah. So we don't have we don't have no tea. We got our own kind of tea. We don't have no. <laughs> we'll be giving, we'll be sharing our own tea. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have no no tea. So we about to <laughs> we just about to get right into it. Um, so let's see. Okay, Mike, tell us. Um, I'm just gonna ask you just like some basic. Tell us about yourself first. Like, what do you like to do? What's your what, sign? What is it, uh, yeah, what's your sign? Something typical about yourself you like to do on the weekends. Just give us, give us a little bit of tea about yourself. Okay. Hold on. Let me put on my sexy voice. Well, um, I, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm, um, dead. No, I'm crying. So, my sign, I'm a Sagittarius. Uh-oh. So, um, listen, listen. Fire gang. Fire I'm gang. all the fun. I'm all the fun. Wait, what are you? I'm a Leo. Come on! Come on. <laughs> oh, and what a season you just had, okay? Okay! Yes, all right. Indeed. My girl turned a big 3-0. Shout out to you, come boo. Come on, come on. Listen, never met a Leo I didn't like, okay? Okay, um, period. Yeah, he cool as fuck. 
<laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we cuss on here? Can we cuss on here? Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank God. Okay. I felt <laughs> so bad there for a second. Okay. Were you censoring I like, yourself? I want Listen, to I was I was gonna put on my good interview voice. I oh. was I was gonna I was gonna I keep no. things very this palatable. Is a, this is a Fantasia Free Yourself, Be Yourself podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ooh, Jesus, Devontae Christ, man. This week has been <laughs> whooping my ass. But let me tell you something. Okay. A nigga got hands, all right? And that's what we're going to do. Um, but anyway, Woo! I'm a Sagittarius, December the 17th. Lock me in. Okay, um, okay. Let's see. What do I like to do on the weekends? Um, my First of all, my motto is finding out the way, which means I look good and I stay in my lane. Um, okay, the okay. things that I like to do on the weekend, um, I typically like to see my friends. I do like to drink. Um, I'm good for a margarita, and I'm I'm definitely good for short shorts, especially in the summer. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> seen my Instagram. We'll get to that at some point, but absolutely, you know, I do. I do ask. I do absolutely turn into a hoochie daddy on the weekend, so it's great. Okay, um, we love it. I en- listen, love the hoochie daddies. Um, I typically, um, I do like to travel. Um, I've done a lot of traveling this year so far. And Ooh. I'm just a really cool person. I'm a good person. So um, I have um, just really gotten more into myself and really understanding, you know, who I am and, and the type of person I want to be while simultaneously respecting other people as well. So that's who I am. Mm, beautiful. Wow. I love that. Thank yes, you. It's the finding yourself for me. Like, I feel like we all been kind of on a on a self, a self, like, exploration journey or something like that like where we just really digging into ourselves it's been into for that, ourselves. Right? yeah for sure for i think like the generation before us didn't really do that really generations yeah. so i feel like that's something of the millennial generation is like we trying to break generational curses we trying to yeah. tap in and live yeah. our best yeah. life and that yeah. and, you, and you know what if i'm gonna go through the bullshit that life takes you through i'm gonna yeah. be the damn good version of me that i want to be <laughs> when yeah. I, I, I know, you That's know what i'm fact. saying like i wanna yeah like i just wanna you know life is gonna life, life is but i'm gonna be i'm gonna be me through it and i don't yeah. want to be anybody else so yes i, like, I heard it I don't want to be nobody but me. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Okay, Mike, Um, tell us your pronouns and your relationship status. So I am he, him, and I am, oh, shit. Um, let's see. Huh. Single. Single, yes. Okay. Single well, yeah. Hold on, wait. It's, it's, it's giving us <laughs> complicated. Hold on, you get a little bit of thinking about yeah. that. Wait, yeah. Wait, Listen, so a, a part of this, a part of this, um, how can I say this? A part of me finding myself is that I had to had to really turn my hose loose, and 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 I also in turn had to be turned loose. So it's cool, it's cool, you know. So I'm, a, I feel like I'm actually single. So my okay, my relationship status is single, but I got some niggas that answer the phone. Okay, okay, all right, okay, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, I, I love, love that answer. That is. That is a real relationship status. Okay. Like you, you're saying, okay, you know what? I am single, but if I really want to do a little throwback, I got it. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, a tap, it's just tap. For me. It's just okay. something for me to, you know, something, you know, you know, I'm I'm trying to cool off for the winter and the fall, but I always got something to cuddle up with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I know that's right, man. It's always an apartment I can walk around naked in. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh my God. God. That I is beautiful, right. okay? I know that's right. So you you would just say you always got an apartment you could walk around naked in. Hold on, I want to go back to that. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing too slight. Come on over after work. You know oh, my you know? oh my God. Oh my God. So you know. <laughs> Watch a little TV, get into The Witcher, you know? Oh, period. Oh, The Witcher. I, I actually started watching it and I did not finish, but the first couple episodes I saw were actually really good. Yeah, I think I just fell off because I got distracted with other stuff. But that happens. That happens. The Witcher. I, the Witcher. I am not someone who can sit down and zone. it's got to be real interesting TV for me to like not pick up my phone. But baby, I got my phone in my hand. I'm doing something. You know, so. <laughs> to lock me in. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. You had mentioned something about you were like, oh, um, I had to let my holes go and I had to be let go. Have you ever been? Have you made friend zone recently? Not necessarily, not necessarily friend zone. So this, this last, let's call them classes. Cause I, I, I definitely like to section off things. So this last class of hoes that I had, um, the class of 2022, um, let's say spring, summer, 2023, I had to really let them go. They didn't graduate, but I've moved mm. on. So, um, <laughs> you know, we did, we did have to, we didn't have any retention paperwork this year. So we had to let them go ahead and go. Um, wow. But... <laughs> Um, you wow. know, I, I I finally turned that lens on myself. I realized that I was, you know, why I was dealing with these people wasn't necessarily the healthiest or the, the most mm. advantageous reasons. And so I found myself repeating a lot of patterns. And so rather than continuously blame them or or look at them, I had to really look at the, the common denominator, which is myself. And then when I looked at the common denominator, I was able to see why I didn't want to continue dealing with them. I was able to, <clears throat> you know, some of them I sent off, you know, well wishes and texts. Actually, no, I don't use my my wishes, my God-given wishes on niggas no more. But I did go ahead and, you know, let them know that I didn't <laughs> want to talk to them anymore. And and some of them I did, and some of them I just kind of, you know, faded off gracefully. Um, okay, did so I get let go of? conversation or do you just ghost them? But you just answer so it, it. it. You know, it depends on the relationship. So there was someone that I was dealing with um, that was not necessarily the kindest to me. Um, and I had to, you know, go ahead and knock something over on the way out. And then there was someone who I had been dealing <laughs> with for like two years. And then, you know, I just kind of, you know, I just kindly, you know, I closed my, I closed the door on my way out. So, you know, there's, it's a bit of a difference. It depends on, it depends on the dynamic. Um, I always live by, you don't have to fuck up the room to leave it. So um, I try not to do that unless it's uh, depending on the relationship. Cause you know, so, you know, some people you like get away with things too long and it's just like, no, nah, I'm gonna knock this book. I'm gonna knock this bookcase over before I get out. You know, I got to, I got to mess up. I got to spill some on this carpet. You're gonna remember me, you know, so. So I did that, but you know now I'm just I'm I'm peacefully you know by myself or with myself. So this is this is a great feeling actually. That's good. Have any of those people tried to spin the block? Like, yes. Oh my gosh. They knocking at the door <laughs> like like hey where you at? <laughs> yeah. So it's so funny if you go on my Instagram right now and you look at my story. Um, they have a um I'll quick. It's like you know like those things that you can post like pictures and like everybody's posting them. So. Um, it said August and six pictures. And one of my six pictures is someone messaging me and not getting a response. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's you like, they messaged me on Monday. Story. They messaged that me on Tuesday. They messaged me on Thursday and they didn't oh. get a response. So, um, yeah. Now, baby, I'm sorry, but but rejection is, is is hard for me. Now, now if I hit you up one day, Two day, three day, no, it's not gonna take me to, to do it a third time. I'm about to say three days in a row is they wanted you bad. 
You see? And for me, I'd rather call because the text, like, that can be screenshot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, I used I used to do the calls. I used to do the calls, but I don't I don't like appearing in people's call history too much for me. Like that's just a little that's bit too true. much. That's, yeah. that's on that's on like bugaboo status for me. And you know, I grew up on the writers on the wall, so I can't really go for that. They the ladies, <laughs> the ladies got me off that real early. So I had to I had to let that one slide. Um, but what I have learned about rejection and the thing that's always helped me. Um, so I've just always been naturally accepting. I can definitely accept what is, especially when it's like a hard boundary. Mm-hmm. But a rejection, I've realized that one rejection is not does not have to be palatable to the person that's being rejected, and two, rejection is a boundary. So it's a boundary for the person that's doing the rejecting. And it's also a boundary for the person that's being rejected. And so as someone, I kind of look at it like a fence. So if you tell me that I'm not, that I can't cross over there, that's fine. That's cool. I'm just going to go, you know, somewhere else. But when you see me go somewhere else, don't open the door and tell me I can come in because now you're lame and I can't do it. You know what I mean? So Mm, it's pretty pretty cool. So that's my rationale on it. That, that is definitely a way to look at it. I always feel like rejection is, has always been hard for me. Like, even in the relationship I'm in now, I feel like it's not necessarily rejection in a negative way, but it is still, I guess, in a way, sometimes, like, for example, we were talking about, like, last week, we were talking about how sometimes, like, you want to be lovey-dovey and your partner doesn't necessarily want to be lovey-dovey. So it's like, I have to just accept that sometimes, like, she's not feeling that right now. It's okay. Like, it's not necessarily rejection. Like, calm down. So I feel like there's different levels to it. And it's like, it's all about how you, like, interpret it and perceive it. So I I understand that, for sure. Yeah. Do you guys think that being, I don't know why I just thought about this, but Oh, being rejected like in sex <laughs> I used to take that so <laughs> like I well I mean like if you are into it but they're not or they don't want to you know they're not trying to tap in Ooh. that to me that is hard like yeah you tapping somebody on their shoulder and they being like nah chill nah no, I'm good <laughs> we'll see okay no, but also God. sometimes I was that person too like <laughs> I'm not a, I'm, listen you you not, really you, you're not getting it, you're not getting it warmed up you're not you know it really I mean? depends like, on how you do it because like and it depends on like why for me it depends on why you're trying to engage in sex because sometimes i've noticed that i true. might not necessarily be i might not necessarily be horny i might just be looking for closeness and sex is the way that i'm trying to express oh, that oh that's a good so one. it's like you know this person my partner may not want to have sex with me but they may want to be they may want to like experience some kind of non-sexual intimacy or they just want to be close you know what i'm saying so that's when you start asking questions like i've learned not to be so because when when you i feel like if i get mad at my partner for not giving me what i want a i'm i'm not really displaying very partnery things but b i'm also you know that that's that's room to start a dialogue it's not for me to like clam up and oh, so you don't affect me that you know what i mean like it's just, it's just <laughs> right you know <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> i'm trying to be a little bit more open-minded but at the same time it's like okay you know i get that but you know like if i'm horny it's like okay well, we have to make something shape but if i just kind of want to be close <laughs> then it's like okay then you know we can watch a movie or you know yeah. we can give massages or something like that that's very important to know the difference yeah, yeah. And yeah. intimacy and, and sex. And actually, we are going to get into that later. Okay. I have, I found, I found um, just like some, some dialogue around that. And I was like, wow, this is very powerful. And I don't know that people um, talk about this a lot. But you know, it's also interesting. I was talking to my cousin um, the other day and she's Gen Z. And she was saying 
that there are studies showing that Gen Z is having less sex. I thought that was so interesting. Why are they all trying to kill each other? No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But but I think it's also like a communication thing. I'm like, I I don't know that I don't know that our generation is really any better as far as communication. Communication thing, like a lack of communication. I think that, that, that there's still a lot of studying as to like the impact of COVID in its own right and I don't know I didn't know that COVID was that impacting but apparently I mean it's impacted several different groups from the children and they're they're being able to communicate like education I don't know so but just people being socially awkward yeah well I think it's that I definitely think it's that but I also think I could be, and you know, ladies, please, of course, chime in, but I also think Gen Z is, well, us as well, but I think by the time we started getting this, we were, of course, a bit older, as opposed to them who are a little bit younger than we are and coming into their adulthood or their their early adulthood or whatever, but I think there's been like this, this larger conversation around um, autonomy um, you know, it was, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're seeing people who are becoming more comfortable in their own skin. We're seeing people who are more encouraged to be single. We're, we're um, encouraging people to pay attention to what they want as opposed mm, to, you know, as an being individual, a, as an individual. So, yeah. you know, if someone, you know, there were people like when we were growing up or, you know, or like when we were children, like the things that we saw in movies, um, we, the things that we witnessed with our parents as we aged and, and got into our own ad- adolescence and adulthood, you know, there were times where, you know, there were con- there were larger conversations around, you know, having to do things for your partner first, and that's what made you a good partner versus now, I feel like people are saying you can't be a good partner if you're not good to yourself first. So yeah, people, it's like, if someone spoil, goes, me. spoil, spoil yeah. yourself, spoil yourself. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely believe that to be true, though. Like, that is something that I can 100% agree with, because how can I be something for somebody else without me being who I need to be for myself first? I gotta right. Do you guys think to a degree, uh, but you know what, I do, I, I do feel two things i i feel i feel that people may overextend that and not truly understand what that means to a, to a point where they don't even know how to pour into people like you know what i mean yeah definitely absolutely yeah and then i feel like there's like an aspect of um oh dang i lost it <laughs> i hate what happens but no yeah like i feel like there is so much oh that's what it was that it's very surface too like oh mm-hmm. take your take yourself on a date go to the spa and it's like some, it- some sometimes some some like internal things take time to even understand yourself you know what i mean it could, it could take yeah. years it's really deeper than so yeah, so I, I sometimes i wonder if it's a hindrance to tell people like no like just working yourself because when you're in a relationship, you're always going to be working on yourself. So sometimes I feel like it can be a cop-out for some people where they misunderstand it and think too much me, 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 me. You know what I mean? And and I do wonder I can, I can if, that's, that. if that's shifting um, love for some people. Now for me, I think it's been beneficial because if you are naturally an empath and a giver, 
mm-hmm. you probably do at some like it's probably especially necessary for you to be single yeah like at some point really everybody yeah. should be single at some point just so that you get to work on yourself That's but I mean as a giver <laughs> they're just pouring, and pouring and pouring and then you realize that nobody yeah, they're just, back you you ha- it can be friends. very tricky there, there are people mm-hmm. who know that you're a giver and Ooh. you just have to find your boundaries seriously So very true and that's, and that's what I was about to get to I think because as someone, um, one of my coworkers called me an empath the other day. I, I never really referred to myself as that, but I can definitely understand how they got that. But at the same time, I think when you are a giver, you do need to assess why you're giving. Because there's a, mm. there's a, there's yeah. giving from uh, from a place of abundance where giving doesn't cost you anything, and then there's giving for like people pleasing or giving mm. for the sake of you know kind of smoothing over things that are rougher as opposed to having a conversation and taking up space so I think when people are when people have a good view of themselves and why they're doing the things that they're doing then I think that they're able to make more conscious decisions and then it's not so it doesn't come so at a detriment to do that yeah Ooh, that was good you have to assess why you're giving like that people pleasing thing is yeah it'll bring you into the ground it'll bring you into the ground huh yeah especially in relationship Mm -hmm. i think that that you listen especially when you're young and you're a giver yeah and and you're in relationship with people who are benefiting from that and not really even like for you creating a like you're not creating a boundary for yourself and they're also not like hey let me let me reciprocate let me pour back Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, can, that can be that's that's a tough place to be in and I, yeah. I I have definitely been in that place you know especially in my younger 20s really as a friend like when I was a child I, was- I remember <laughs> my dad was like listen you don't have any friends you have associates like he I think he was really concerned for me like mm-hmm. like like baby girl you just a little too nice out here yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I have- so yeah with my mom like when I was younger like, I'm talking about middle school high school and she was like girl <laughs> I mean she didn't say that but she was like no like you have to realize that some people are just associates and some people are your real friends like you don't have to do things for people to make them be your friend because like I'm an only child and I always wanted a sibling so it's like everybody I feel like I gravitated to trying to like be their friend because I didn't have like air quotes a friend at home you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I was always having to, I got to do this so they'll be my friend. And I had to change that mindset, but it, it, I didn't understand that at first. My mom was like, okay, chill. <laughs> like, and, and also, not to discredit you ladies, but society does teach women that they do have to be of service or, or right. communal or... Um, or or just things like that so you know just kind of keeping in with today's theme you know in terms of masculinity and things like that I think society yes. really does do a number on you know girls and young women by telling them you know you do have to be you know someone who is friendly people you do have to be a safe space while simultaneously not being offered one as well mm. so. Ooh, and that and that unfortunately I'm not trying to step on toes but yeah even like sometimes like with church, they be uh, trying to tell women they need to be, and I'd be sitting there like, 
Mm-hmm. Now, first lady, you let's know talk about the men. You know what you're doing, so <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, sis. Yeah, no, no. the church is the church is a very special place. <laughs> it just depends. It, yeah, you gotta find the right. You one. gotta find your the right church home. Seriously, yeah. even I my, like my I church is inside me. Me and God, we got we have a very special relationship, and right? He, but and he, and he understands that I don't need to be up on that early on no Sunday. So we, we, <laughs> 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 we are good. I was about to say, oh, no. I'll talk is, to him. Yo, yo, okay? that is it's, it's yeah. <laughs> wow. Got my guy on the main line, okay? He know me. He tell God is everywhere, there. okay? God is everywhere. <laughs> and then that's just that. <laughs> that's that all day, for real. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. As we mentioned, we've been talking about masculinity for the past two weeks. So we are back. And so we're going to get right into that. Um, Mike, how yes. do you define masculinity? Is that something that you identify with? Like, what? How do you feel about masculinity? So I feel like masculinity. So first off, let me say my um, what I graduated in, with my undergrad in is sociology. So I feel like some of the things, while I may not be a sociologist per se, um, I do definitely I, I've done my research. So um, I would say masculinity, like most things, is a social construct. And when I when I define it as a social construct, mm. I say that to say people more than one set of more than one group of people have access to it. Mm. So um, I don't, I, I think that masculinity doesn't really belong to one set group of people. So it doesn't strictly belong to men. Absolutely. Uh, women definitely have access to it. Um, <clears throat> in terms of how I define myself, I, um, I would say even though my personality and my voice and maybe even some of my man- mannerisms are feminine, I think that um, my energy is overall masculine. I don't, I don't consider myself, even though I dress, you know, I can be pretty skimpy at times. I don't, I wouldn't consider myself very feminine presenting. Definitely gay, don't get me wrong, but um, I wouldn't consider, <laughs> but I wouldn't consider myself to be feminine presenting as, as some of my, you know, other gay counterparts. And that's not to say that there's anything wrong with femininity. I just mean aesthetically. Like yeah. they're like, you know, there are men who sure. um, definitely wear nails and they wear makeup and they look amazing while doing it. Um, I haven't reached that part of my journey yet, if that is a part of my journey. So um, okay. I think there's a I think there's a difference between how I present myself and how someone who is maybe a lot more comfortable in their femininity um, definitely presents themselves, but I still think that masculinity is something, like I said, it's a, co- a social construct that multiple people have access to. Mm. I love that wow. answer. Yeah. We talked about that because I don't know, on the on the internet, I just feel like there's a lot of, you know, I, this girl on YouTube, I, I think I I think I told YouTube, just listen, stop, stop sending this over here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> You know, like she seems cute or whatever, but she, she, she had a certain aesthetic. It was very much like polished, and she always had videos of how to be like a feminine energy and stuff like that. I, and I mean, I think that that's important, you know, to be you know to be able to have like a softness to you of of all kinds. You know what I mean? You need to have yeah. like a a sense of being able to emotionally engage with yourself and others and have you know s- certain 
just humanistic values and empathy, morality, whatever. But yeah. she was just, it was giving tea party. And so, <laughs> but <laughs> seriously, I, like, I wish I could, I wish I could like show y'all a picture. But I think that, that that's the way you stated that was so beautiful because I feel like it is something that we all can tap into out of. And I think that it's, it's like a balancing act. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think and I think it. it's a, a individual definition. Like I think everyone yeah. has their own definition because we all feel differently about it. Although we say like it's a balance, yeah. like the masculine energy, because we have that as well, the feminine energy. Like it's all a balance and it's all up to that individual. I think that's what even with this series, like I've definitely learned like from each person we've have on had on and in our own conversations, like it's just up to the individual and it's we all have our own thought about that. Yeah, absolutely. For absolutely. Sure. Now, are there a certain type of masculine energies that you like? Um, you know, I found, especially at this age, and I know this is probably gonna be a really boring answer, but I I found that I've really gotten more into values as opposed mm-hmm. to presentation. So okay. I'm not really, you know, I'm I'm more so now I'm more so into like, you know, respect and morals and values and, and those yeah. things like that. Now, when I was in my, you know, in my 20s and hell, even, you know, probably like a, a year or some months ago, um, you know, I, there was a certain type of masculinity that I was drawn to. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. You know, I do love a good gym body. You know, I, I definitely <laughs> won't. I won't take anything away from that. I um, And I do like some of the more um, socialized or uh, hyper-masculine aspects of aesthetics that's a great word um, okay of things but visually you know yeah visually you know so I guess when I say energy I mean like what type of vibe is it like a person carries in themselves that you're like you know what that's really attractive so okay it's funny let's talk about it so um (laughs) especially especially in being gay right so I have this thing where um I, I tell I tell all of my friends um, about my relationship with studs. I love a good stud. Do not get me wrong. I love That's a good stud. I love a stud, honey. <laughs> I love them. Do you I watch? Did you watch? Um, oh my gosh! I just asked. I just asked Yans. Yes, and it's uh, uh oh my gosh! <laughs> my son. Oh my gosh! Did you watch? It's it's like hold on, hold on, hold on. It was a show on ultimatum. Netflix. The ultimatum, yes. No, I haven't seen it. You didn't. And the reason I ask you is because there is. Well, she doesn't. She's mask presenting, but her name is Mal. I have the biggest crush on her. Listen, and I, I you know what? When this is over, I'm gonna send you her IG. Please. Because she is so fine. She's tall. She just carries herself in a certain way. She's, I think she's black and Cuban. Anyways. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. I'm but, sorry. No, no, no. I, listen, listen. Because studs do that to me, too. Like, we're very, like, like when they, it's like, hi. You know? So, <laughs> um, but I think the thing that I like, I think the thing that gives me most of a sense of masculine, uh, the masculinity that kind of really just like attracts me is I think the same kind of masculinity that attracts masculine energy that attracts everybody is that sense of like being able to like breathe and like 
like studs always i don't know what it is but studs always know how to handle me and i don't mean handle in like a way like you know like you like a like a game boy or something like that but i mean you know like <laughs> if i'm walking boy. like one time i was walking with a stud and you know we got we started talking and you know we laughed and it was bubbly and everything like that it was it was such a great it was very you know it was a lot of chemistry and then we were walking into a door we were about to walk into a door at the same time and you know me i'm southern so i'm about to you know step out of the way open the door and before right. i could even reach it she opened the door and she put her hand like on the small of my back like come on baby go on. and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like stop what you mean <laughs> you know and it was just it was just one of them things where it's just like you don't really it was something that caught me off I love that. Because it was, yeah. it was, you know, that's usually, now I don't put my hands on the smalls of women's back, you know, just, I don't, I don't really do that. But, you know, it was one of those <laughs> things where it was like, you know, because I don't, because, you, you know, I just don't, you know, I just don't randomly touch women. But, you know, it was just one of those things like that. It was so natural. When you get one like, of those natural touches like that. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's followed by like real, like, um. What's the word I'm looking for? I got you, baby. Like it's not, like that energy. What 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 is it? What is what is it called when you just have those manners and it's like, oh my god, y'all! Not chivalry. Yes. Oh, okay. Chivalry. Yes, yeah. chivalrous. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, open a door and it's Listen. genuine. And it's it's like nothing behind it. It's just like, yeah, let me open the door for you. Da da da. Like. Ooh. But it wasn't, but in that, in that, in that regard, it wasn't even like a, it didn't even really feel like, I I understand that to be chivalrous, but it was just one of those things where it was, it was like a, oh, you know, like it was, you yeah, know, like, you like know, okay. you know, it, took, it took you back for a little bit. You was like, right. Oh. <laughs> you know, it, it took me back, but I also knew, let me get my sign there. You know, <laughs> 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 You know, oh, so, you know, that's hilarious. You know, it let was me one tell of those you, things. there is a certain energy that studs have that I definitely understand. It's like, oh, oh, it's just different. It's not quite. It's just a different kind of energy. Because yes, it's I, it's very it's very. <laughs> I would say I don't really know how to say it without. How do how can I put it? So okay, well I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But my relationship with studs, even though because I adore them, like. I may, if I see a stud, we will be soulmates for like the entire night. And then as soon as we separate, we never see each other again. And I mean, never. So, like, wow. <laughs> so I always enjoy my time with them when I get to spend with them because I know it's never going to last long. But it, it's always. <laughs> you my boo for the a, night. <laughs> yeah, it's always such a, you know. It's yeah. not even in one of those in another life type things. It's, it's yeah, it's just, it's just very... like we in the moment. I, I'm yeah. living in it. I love it. Like, it's, okay, <laughs> that's say okay. The energy is the energy is, and I'll say this. I think you guys will agree. the The energy is like you're always the person that's driving, and then you get to be passenger princess. Like it's oh that yes, energy. please. It's like oh my god. Like I don't have to. Oh my. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You're the whole like... rhetoric that you know people just want to be out here. Um completely doing things for themselves all the time absolutely not not me i never said yeah. that. I know that's right i'm doing it because um who else is gonna do it and i'm still trying to live my best life in the meantime but <laughs> but baby when the time comes <laughs> sis, 
catch me. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. It's not just catch me. It's 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 it's, it's telling that person that you can get there to catch you, and you already know that you caught. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's the shit that I like. Is that security? You know? Like, it's yeah, security for sure. Don't but it doesn't, it doesn't always feel like security though. It just it just kind of yeah. feels it just feels like warm. Like, oh, you got it. Okay, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I don't have to. Right. Oh like, yes. I just I feel like that's exist. what we all want. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is definitely not that hard. Feeling. Yeah, I think it's monetary, but but sometimes it's, it's something that's so outside of money. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. nice too, of course. But yeah, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. But... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Please. That emotional feeling of security in a relationship is top tier, for sure. Honestly, next relationship or next courting, if I don't feel what I don't know how you can be in a relationship and not feel that. I'm sorry, what what are we doing here? Said, yeah, what, man, what are we doing? What are we? Is this a joke next, or a game? The man I date has to make me feel like the studs make me feel. Okay, <laughs> for real. For real. Is that something like you have to like? For example, we were just talking about like chivalry, opening the door and stuff. Is that something you do in like like you have to define, or is that something that is def- I don't know I don't know the right word to use. Is that something defined in in your relationships, or is that something you expect? Like someone opening the door for you, um, just chivalrous things, or is that something that's like mutual? I always look at it as a mutual thing. Um, I always I think it's just. I think if you get to the door first or something like that, like with women, <laughs> like with women, go ahead and open it. <laughs> because like, yeah, go ahead and like it, go open it and don't let it hit me in the face. That's what you gotta, that's what you gotta pay attention right, to. Right, damn. But, um, <laughs> so it's a bit different. So I'm still, I'm still very traditional in those regards. Like, you know, I open the door for women, you know, um, you know, and it's funny because like I'll like I'll snap at my friends like jokingly, of course, when we're out. But like you touch that door at me, and it's me and you. Like when we go for it, and then like when older women hear me do that to my friend, they be like, "Get her, tell her again. She better not touch that door." Like it's always. It's I think always that's a southern funny. thing too. Yeah, sure. it's very. Southern. I think it's just a part of just the mannerisms. Like mm-hmm. it's just respect. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, being in a being in homosexual relationships, it's it's you know I don't really put that kind of strain on it. It's really who gets to the door first. Um, but I've also had instances where, you know, I've tried to open doors for men and they're like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, oh, okay, my bad, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's interesting. Like, it's a door. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really fighting over this. Like, yeah, just walk like, through it. But I feel like chivalry, like, I'm in a, a same-sex relationship, but I definitely, like, I expect that. Like, I don't open doors. I don't carry my own. Like, I don't. You I don't know. Something I thought that maybe it would change, like because I have dated men before, but it didn't. <laughs> really, you thought it would change? Why? Like I thought that maybe I would. Yeah, I really thought it would change. You thought you thought that you would see it? Is it because I thought it would? Just is it because your relationship with women had been more so with friends and? Yeah, I just thought. It so would you be were seeing it like well, we okay, equal. It's like I didn't expect it. But what like, I mean, okay. her, she opens my door. She carries my like. You know what I mean? Like, it's still, it's something that yeah. I, I still, and it's like something that I realize that I enjoy. Like, I don't want to. I want to feel like you said. I want to feel like a passenger for space all the time. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. So, in, in keeping with today's theme, is um, you said you're in a relationship within a, you know, you're in a, um, a same sex relationship. 
is your girlfriend is she more masculine presenting is she a stud or are you the femme or or how oh, does yeah. that she's a stud okay okay so so with that being said i've kind of feel like that kind of goes in in line with it and it's not to it's not to very much is not to draw attention to the heteronormativity within homosexuality, but mm. it is to say that, you know, if that is who she is and is that and, and that's how she's presenting, then I think she is taking on more so of the 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 masculinity that comes with chivalry as yeah. opposed and along with you not necessarily expecting it, but that's just kind of something that goes along with you being the more feminine of the two. Yeah. Did y'all remember seeing that? I don't know. It, it was sometime last year, I think. But it, she looked like she was a stud. I don't know how she identified. But she was talking about, you know, being in a relationship with another woman and being the mass presenting one. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be out here pumping this gas. Like, I'm cold too. Like, oh my God. You can pump the gas. Like, <laughs> I remember that. Like, I don't want to be outside pumping no gas ever. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like looking forward to the winner. Myself. No. <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> but you see, I also, I also pump the gas. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah. Uh, you know. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you some questions, Mike. About please, like what? So okay, let me give a little context. So me and the girls was talking, and I was telling them about me just attempting to date uh, like I'm really I've really been off the scene I really got a lot of dust I gotta you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and so we the conversation came up of planning a date and okay. I was telling my friends that this guy that I met he he was like yeah I want to plan something for you for us and some weeks went by we had met up we had met up initially <laughs> we met up initially he was late Traffic was bad, but he was late. And then we had to wrap it up quickly. So I'm thinking, okay, you are going to try to make the effort to make, you know, plan another date. And it'd be kind of like quicker, you know what I'm saying? Like around the corner, but weeks went by. Then I realized I had been talking to this man for two months and we had not really like hung out. And so I was like, you know what? That's a red flag for me. And I just realized I was tired of waiting like, it shouldn't take that long to go out somewhere. <laughs> I got a car. You got a car. What's going on? We both got jobs. And so yeah. I wanted to ask you, what are your, do you have any red flags um, when it comes to you being courted? Like, are there things where you're like, okay, no, I'm absolutely, that's, that's, that's not gonna work for me. <laughs> um, I would say um, an unavailable partner. Um, or an or yeah. someone who someone who is constantly unavailable and it took me a while as someone who um, was admittedly naive when I first started out and um, who had my own personal issues and insecurities and things like that it took me a while to hear unavailability in in its different tones Ooh. or no in its different ways so you know someone who is someone who quote-unquote has a crazy schedule I know. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've seen flight <laughs> attendants make time. I've seen people because I've seen married That's men. That's real. Make time. Flight attendants. You know That's a good I'm example. Wait, I've, it's the I've, married men. Obama yeah, made I, time for Michelle. Yeah, 
Exactly. I've seen people that are in the military that make time. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, if you if you are already telling me that you want to get to know me, but not necessarily setting it up or being intentional about making that a thing, if I can't Ooh. feel the intent, then I already know you're bullshitting. You just wanted right. my number for the sake of having it. You know what I mean? What's the um, point in that? I guess it's just to be like, oh, I got your number. Okay. I you think, want a, you want a cookie, people, nigga? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also think some people some people do it just to see if they can some people Mm. the interest may wane um and then you know there are some people who are in relationships when they get your number and they don't know how to juggle the two which is also a big one so wow um, i've never thought about that yeah so i i don't i try not to deal with people who can't ever put a date on it and it's and as someone who is as someone who is also an adult (laughs) yeah i'm an adult i work i have a social life i go to the gym um i travel um um i'm a a good son to my mother and my father you know what i'm saying i'm a a great friend you know i there's so many things that i have going on but at the same time if i want to see you i'm going to make that time to see you and i've had men who have you know, to giving me the runaround, who told me they're going to meet me and don't show up, who told me they're going to do this, baby, don't call. I've had men do that, but then I've also had men who are just like, hey, I just got off this graveyard shift, but I'm going to make it a point to come see you. You know, can you come outside for a little bit? Or can we go get ice cream? I know it's the middle of the night. Or do you want to go sit somewhere and talk? Or so, you know, I've I've had the way, a, a more concise way to say it is that as I've gotten older, I know what my yeses look like and anything that's not that is a no. You know, I don't, okay. and to me, yeah. a maybe is just a no that hasn't put the pants on yet. So I'm not really, I can't. That's you so know, real. Oh, <laughs> like maybe it's like, you're still picking a side. You think that gray yeah. area is safe for you? Yeah. you and, and this is the thing. It's not. People get a lot done in the gray area. And I'm so like, I'm so black and white about my time because it you don't I'm not the type of person that you have to lie to if we're gonna do it let's do it if we're not okay that's cool but people go I'm people sorry. go a long way to keep the people go a long way to keep access to you and I'm just I'm you know I'm wow. not doing that anymore. being engaged I just heard this lady say she was engaged for seven years Absolutely I just did not, not understand that seven not. why baby look after we dated <laughs> for two years and we ain't got no talk about a ring if I want marriage and we ain't talked about it, baby, we done. And then we get engaged and we engage for longer than a year without no plan, no date, no communication, baby, we done. So you Don't did better than me. Tongue. You did better than me because if I like, if we're engaged, like to me, engagement is like a like I'm more like I, let's I'm, settle I'm, into I'm, the idea. Yeah, I actually want to wait a couple years too. I don't. Amazing. I don't two really want to. Wanna, I wouldn't like to me. Not I three two. Engagement for Sorry. me is it's like, like it's one of those things where it's like because it's so that's such a commitment like that's telling someone hey no it's you we just have to get some stuff together but I personally if I was on the end if I was going to propose to somebody I would not propose to somebody if I was not financially able or stable or any of these other things to make something happen within like six to eight months. You know, wow. I understand wow. because I know understand. I understand everybody wants like a venue and stuff like that. And when you think about it, the thing that takes the longest is the wedding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my commitment to that person, that can we can knock that out. You know what I'm saying? We can go to yeah. the courthouse, we can get married, and we can still be on track to have the ceremony. But I'm just not. I'm such an intentional person. Like if I'm fucking with you, I'm fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to. You know, for me, if we're engaged for a year. What was the difference between us being engaged and, and us just being in a relationship, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, yeah. 
it's it's a prolonged. Yeah, I see something. what you're saying. Oh, because that's real. If it's real, we can go to the courthouse. If it's real yeah. love, we right. can have a wedding anytime. Now I'm we can have say, a wedding anytime. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I'm waiting, it's because I want to pay for a wedding. I really, I, I feel like I I love my person, but I'm just like I want an actual wedding. I want to go through those things. So like, although my commitment is like real I don't want to go to the courthouse like I don't want to just make it quick I want it to really be what I envision for my wedding day so I guess for me it's just like I'll wait I'll wait till we pay pay for it you know what I mean like and that's what I'm willing to wait for we already are making plans we're setting dates we're paying for it we got this we're getting it together but to just have a ring and just be on pause what are we doing <laughs> exactly and for me i'm running into that's what it is a pause. and i think you guys can attest to this as well i'm running into these days especially a lot more ex-fiancés than ex-wives or ex-boyfriends oh. so you get to a point you get to a point where it's just kind of like and again in keeping with that gray area and people just kind of staying where they can they can be at they can have access to you you yeah, know, I, I think I it's like a like... way to buy some time with you. Yeah, I think it's, sometimes it's like an ultimatum thing that, like, an ultimatum is made, and it'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, let me propose, and it's really just to hold off. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. to keep you locked in a little longer. Well, don't propose me... until you till you're ready. I think like, that that's marriage... crazy to propose somebody and not mean it. That's wild. Like a proposal to me is not like paying on a trip. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, we're going to the Dominican Republic <laughs> next month. So let's go ahead. And yeah, let's exactly. Out of each That's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's not I agree. like that for me. If proposal you, if you intent, period. Yeah, if I'm asking you to marry me, we can go do this shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm, I'm ready to make that move now. And just as much as time, just as much time as we can build it. Just as much as being engaged can build into anticipation, it can also cool, you know, something. And for me, I'm, I like, I'm, I'm a pretty good decision maker in my own life. But when I'm trying to incorporate someone else, I'm trying to show you that I'm like marriage. I'm trying to show you that I'm serious about you, and that's why I don't really take that lightly. So if you, when you start asking, when you get on, when you get on bended knee and you, you <laughs> bought the ring and you're doing all of these things and stuff like that, you got to keep going with it because once you get comfortable, you comfortable. And then that's still, it just, it, it, it's, it's, it's being engaged or looking to marry someone like a wedding to me is like an event. And we go, and if you, and if you really fucking with me, like, I, like, I, like, I feel that you are because I'm proposing to you, you and I are going to get to that regardless. So and if nothing else, for me, that would give me more of an incentive to be able to make that happen a lot quicker as opposed to just kind of prolonging it until, you know, two days down the line because I can't get married at that on that plantation. Like, I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm now, be a low type. I got a you, like, question for y'all. Would y'all, if... Okay, well, may- maybe not for y'all specifically because, yeah. Do you think that couples could really make it if somebody said no to a proposal can you really continue the relationship no i would say i would have i would have agreed no at one point but i think when someone says no is the the person who is saying no has to be like completely transparent in why they would say no because if it's like if you say hey i'm not ready to get married yet then that's a bigger conversation about it because you don't you don't know where that person is because again like we were talking about earlier in terms of individualism you don't know where that person is in their life yet you know you just yeah. let them know how much you love them 
So the way that I've sat down and rationalized it, if I was going to propose to somebody, I would have that conversation with them first. And then like the proposal would be like an event. Like, where That's are what you, makes like, sense. Yeah. yeah. How do because you even people feel about spring marriage? That on you. Yeah. People it's like, we spring that on you. Neither I was just mad at you last week. Weird. People <laughs> proposing without even a conversation of marriage, just based on your own free will. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why would you, you ever kinda... do that to yourself? That is a risky move, buddy. Yeah, because some people, <laughs> some people are dating or just in relationships to, you know, they're just enjoying the person, and then you know they just kind of look up, and it's been two years. You know, time flies when you're having fun, but then you know someone is moving with intent, and you just kind of having fun, and then you don't see that person that way, and then they propose to you, and then you say no because you know maybe you didn't, maybe you saw yourself That's as being crazy. A better, a better anyway, boyfriend we, or a we go together, and you having fun. What the. You think it's a game? But you'd be surprised how many people do it. I know. That's scary as hell, actually. It is. Because if you're proposing and you don't even know if I want to get married, that I I don't I I just can't (laughs) understand. (laughs) I'm just like, wait a minute. I don't know. We just not on the same page. Because people people do get married because they feel like it's the nice thing to do or it's the next step. You might not feel it. But they just, they do it because, oh, you know, I've been with this person for two or three years, you know, this is, you know, this is who I'm used to, you know, this person knows me, quote unquote, you know, why not? As opposed to, as opposed to getting married to someone, because that is something that you actually want. Yeah, you just really on autopilot. Yeah, Yeah, you're on autopilot. That's one way to say that. That's why, like, it's important to have these kind of conversations, like, when you're dating. Like, I know that I want to be married. So when I first start dating someone, I'm like, hey, what are your thoughts about marriage? Like, is that something you want? Is that something, you know, you want in the future? And then eventually I expect, like, more conversation about that if we're getting, you know, we've been dating for a while. I expect more conversation. But initially, my first conversation is, how do you feel about marriage? Do you think you want to, like, do you want to be married? Not necessarily to me, but is marriage something that you subscribe to, for example? Like, if not, then no. I think people and change, then, too. Like, their answers could change down the line. Like, if you don't yeah. want, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like with Daquan, like, he really did not want kids, but okay. Now, now with his partner, he's like, you know what? I think I'm ready. And it's wow. Okay, that's true. I, I just feel like but for me, if I ask you, do you want marriage? And you say, no, I have to do what is best for me. I'm not going to keep dating you if I not want marriage. And you yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely now, think that. I, I definitely agree with that. But then, yeah. like, like you say, like, what if a year down the road, they're like, you know what? I really can see myself getting married. Like, for real. Like, you know, but I would have to say that's a risk that I would have. To that take. is risky. Honestly, <laughs> I, I think if, if their answer was, you know what? Like, I haven't seen marriage like successfully around me Ooh. but it's it's something that I haven't that I wanted but like I it started to become more of a fantasy to me or you know like but it's you know like something that hints to the fact that like that they could want it have to actually do some healing around the idea I don't know I don't know what I was really trying to get at but I think and I, I think I know what you, I think I know what you're getting at, but I, I would say marriage, most like a lot of things in life, is is an experience. You know what I'm saying? So it is something. I think people look at it as this kind of like this bonding agent or like this divine thing or things. And it, and it definitely has the potential to be these things, but there is still an avenue of life. It's still an experience. It's still 
again a, a social construct you know what I mean so yeah. everyone has access to that so not everything means the same thing to everyone so for some people there is a lot of trauma around marriage for some people you know marriage is like a way to express love for some people marriage is a business you know people don't want to marry for love people want to marry because you know if I die or if I'm, if I'm, you know, terminally ill or something like that, you're going to be the person that makes decisions for me. And you might not see this person may love you and may travel with you and may buy you roses and, 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 and do all the things you want them to do, but you haven't seen them exhibit, you know, responsibilities to where they can sign off on paperwork for you. So how do you, how do you navigate, you know, loving someone, but not seeing that in them? And I think that's when you have to have that conversation. Ooh. I don't that's actually a really good question because I don't know if I would see that in <laughs> in someone like I'm just like if I damn that's actually a really good question I feel like then we're just having a good time yeah which because that's not nothing... something long term I want long term I want somebody who I know who I can trust with my life like no really you got a power of attorney I'm on my deathbed like you gotta pull the plug you know what I mean like those are real decisions like you know what I yeah. mean so, yeah, I, I, and, and just think about that. Is you know, then if if that's the case, then yeah, we're just having a good time. If all and, we and think about is, that, that's that's a lot of people that are getting married just because it's the the quote unquote they feel like it's the right thing to do, but they haven't. Huh. They're not invested Silly rabbit. in. Yeah, they're not invested in. You know, <laughs> I have to sign this paperwork, or this person is walking on two legs and has you know all four limbs now. But you know, God forbid something happens Ooh. to them, and then they become handicapped or something like that. Now you know. I signed up to marry someone who I felt like was whole. I didn't sign up to push or push a wheelchair my whole life. And there's nothing wrong with people who are physically disabled at all. And they're absolutely deserving of love and the same opportunities as everybody else. But that's really when you find out who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And that would be an ugly time to find out that this person was not husband material after you already signed the paperwork. And and again, especially as, you know, women, it it is substantially easy for you guys to attach yourselves to partners, but it's extremely difficult for you guys to distance yourselves from partners, especially legally. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, always that, 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 that is so unfortunate. Wow. I be I think about that all the time. <laughs> like, like how it seems like it's it's a lot easier for um, men to kind of have a fresh plate, but women, it's like, oh, like you got kids, like that Negro got kids too. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that, but. Tis society. <laughs> that damn patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> wow. That- okay, y'all. So I ran across this post and it was about sex and intimacy. And I we have to have this conversation. Those are two of my favorite things. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm actually really good at both. Okay, <laughs> period. Okay. Period. And that's the person you want to be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the quote. Well, there's two. It says, what we rarely talk about, however, is what comes after sex. And it's arguably even more critical than foreplay. The way we behave post-intercourse affects our sexual health. It affects how we feel, how we value ourselves, and how we view sex. Even after casual sex, good aftercare reaffirms both partners' inherent value as people. In simpler terms, it reminds us that we deserve to be treated well, even when no one wants something from us. Yeah, not cool. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's very powerful. And I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I, aftercare is such a big thing um, because it's, it's who you are when you are, you know, coming down essentially. And yes, I think you were a lot there. Of, yeah, but <laughs> I also think, I think when you, when the, when the, when the act of sex is done and then you're, you're quick to separate yourself you know, anytime you get up out of bed or something like that, there's always like that coolness or like, like that, that, you know, you're leaving something warm and, 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 and just kind of, you're leaving something warm and you're also leaving something there. And so mm. I think people, I think that's kind of like a, like a lost thing, because when you think about it, everything leading up to sex and even during sex, it's, it's, it's hot, it's heavy, it's, it's, it's heady, it's it's or heady or however you say that word. And it's 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 a lot of different things at one time. And then when it's over, it's kind of like, you know, I my my favorite thing to say is even songs fade out. You know what I'm saying? Nothing just really <laughs> stops. You know what I mean? So, you know, let's get to a, you know, oh, let's kind of get to a point where we can, you know, okay, you know, all right, I'm kind of, you know, I know you still love me after you've gotten this. So now we can go wash the dishes or travel or do whatever. You know what I mean? Or yeah. You know, but like when you, you know, you just kind of get up and it's like, all right, well, you know, I'll catch you. You know, it's, it's, that's or what correct. you about to do? That's like an empty, that's, that's bad. I have you not know, personally experienced that, but I can imagine I, somebody just kind of like getting up, putting their pants on, like, and like, all right, I'll see you next, you know, or, you know, I gotta go. What? Are you just sitting there in a bed? Well, it's, it's sad. two sides it's two sides of it because sometimes it's like you know someone it depends it also depends on the dynamic you have with the person so someone getting up and leaving and you just like okay good i want you out of my space i get to be by myself that's one thing <laughs> that's true but that's then, true but then when okay, you have I see people that, that, I see that once it's over they're looking at you like okay so what you about to do you know that's a completely different <laughs> captain you know, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. A, that's a completely different like like ugly you know what i mean because it's like well, damn you know i thought i was gonna be you know i thought i was at least gonna be able to you know chill here for a second you know damn, you know they just you know and it's, it's yeah. having been like a willing participant in hookup culture it's it's i don't want to say i've become numb to that i think that was something that was that in my late mm. teens and early 20s or maybe even throughout my 20s i had gotten more adept at it you know because i was it also, it, it's, it, I think it's indicative of how you view sex as well. So in, when sex That's is true. a numbers game, you know, it's, and you're just kind of, you know, you're just kind of trying to satisfy or you're insatiable and you, you know, you find this person cute and you're like, ooh, let me see if I can get them. Then, you know, you getting up and getting out isn't so, isn't so detrimental. But when you look at sex as more yeah. of like an experience and that you something that you've done with someone, and then you get you're greeted with that energy. It's like, well, damn, you know, I didn't think it would be, I didn't think it was something that was so, you know, that was so dismissive or something that could I I didn't think I was easily dismissed, I guess is a good way to say that. Yeah. So if you're going into sex with the in intent of seeking intimacy, then I think that it could, you know, it could definitely affect how you feel about yourself in the end. Yeah. Um, if there's like, you know, no no sense of aftercare. And I guess we should discuss what what do we even consider to be after Okay. Um yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I think that aftercare is not necessarily like 
oh, who's getting the washcloth in the bathroom? Not that kind of aftercare. I <laughs> <No>. literally, <laughs> like, aftercare, like, okay, are we cuddling? Are we going to have a conversation? Are we debriefing about this sex we just had? How amazing it was? Or yeah. like, talking about our are, day. Are we, talking about our day, exactly. Watching like, movies, some type of bonding. Right, we're going to cuddle yeah. after. But even, I think the thing that, with this question or this particular statement is, even if we are just having sex to hook up, there's still a type of aftercare, a type of respect that each person deserves just because we are human beings. Right. Yeah. And I, you know what I I'm do. Saying? Yeah. I and definitely that whole like get up that. and go, like you said, that's indicative of like someone who's not happy with themselves, for example, or someone who is doing this for another reason, you know. But all of that I feel like needs to be discussed like prior to. I mean, I guess not every sexual encounter based on the person is not you know you, you don't really communicate it before maybe it's a, a hookup or yeah. a one night stand so you're not having that type of communication but still like there's some type of aftercare like I I mean me personally I don't want to just have sex with someone and then boom get up and go oh my god that would but also <laughs> that would yeah. be hard to swallow also I was just thinking you know if somebody is really hyping it up they're like, oh, you know, they're really laying it on thick. You know, they're being charming. Can't wait to see you. Then the act happens and then it's over. And there's like a, okay. It's like, you can feel a little played. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like so, damn, you really made it seem like you, you know what I'm saying? And now you got it. And now I'm feeling, a, I'm feeling like, okay, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say this too. Um, and this is just from personal experience you also have to be your own self-advocate in that. So when I was having, when I started having sex and engaging in hookup culture, because, um, and Ayana can tell you, I was I was bigger at the time. I used to be like 200 and anywhere between 285 and 200 and, or 300 pounds, like at one, at one time. And so I was, I felt very undesirable and I'm like, I'm 209 now. So that, and that's, that's happened within probably the last three years so um when I was I was considered undesirable and I also felt that about myself so there was a time where I was doing that just to feel something or just to be visible or just to be seen and that kind of plays into what we talked about earlier in terms of like Mm. people pleasing and doing things like that so I was just happy at the time to be in the room so so when when I got hit with the okay so what you about to do it was like well shit you know I you know I I you know I came here to do what I got to do I I could get my stuff and get out you know what I'm saying like it was wow. it was more but that was very indicative of how I felt about myself at the time but I'll never forget like 2020 um when I actually started losing my weight and stuff like that I met this guy and um I told him flat out he was like you know I want to come get you you know I'm going to do all these things and I said listen this is the type of experience that I want to have. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to be handled. This is what's going to happen. If you can't do that, I don't want to talk to you. And if you try to play me in the middle of it, I'm 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 gonna cut it off and I'm and I'm gonna leave. And he was like, okay, I understand. Came and got me, gave me everything I wanted, mm. literally everything, start wow. to fucking finish. And so, like afterwards, is rubbing my back, kissing my face everywhere. You know, asking me if I need anything. Wrote another blunt, turned on a movie. We cuddled. Like it was all well, of things. Wow. It, was, it, was, okay. it was great. You know what I'm saying? But I had to like I told him what I told him what I wanted, and then he took that and expanded on it. And then like we were talking about it one time, and I said, "Well, why did you?" 
I said, what made you take it to the, he was like, well, you asked, you know, he was like, so why would I, like, if you told me that's what you wanted and I was interested in doing that with you, why would I not give you what you asked for? Mm. And so. And I feel like some people have a hard time communicating what they want when it comes to sex in general. So communicating what you want. I I can only imagine that there are so many people not doing that. Yeah, I'm not sure. How many times have y'all really had a, I mean, well, Mike, you just told us, but like, how many times have we really had a conversation about what we expect, like what are expectations and what we never want after raising my hand? Of course, I've been tapped out of the game for a long time, (laughs) but um, back, you know, I was, I was young and I think I was still in that giver mentality Mm -hmm. and more so about the person, like, of course, you know, I was receiving, okay, (laughs) We're having a blast here. But also, even me and Iana have talked about, you know, <laughs> because you have, she had some coworkers that were like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, my husband gave me head and I felt uncomfortable. And I was like, you know, and she basically said that she literally came to her peak and she felt uncomfortable about it. She felt like it was weird that he was giving her fellatio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, oh, my girl. Yeah. So yeah i have been a victim of that in my in my younger years yeah there's married couples who have not had conversations with their partners about that's crazy how they like to be pleased how they we're in this forever what are we waiting on like what kind of conversation like (laughs) i don't know if i can before we get married yeah i was about to say i don't think i can have that conversation i don't think i can marry you and we have and we haven't had that conversation like if we're going to be if we're going to be together like you know to me, like I'm a humanist, and I learned that term when I was working. Um, when I was working um, at, um, I don't want to say the name of the organization because I don't want to get tied to it, but you know, I don't I know where I work. And so, um, I was in a department, and they told me that they were humanist people, and that was the first time that I'd actually heard my values hmm. like reflected back to me. And so, I'm I'm less concerned about things that we can figure out like money like like the tools that society uses like money or power Mm. or things like that I'm more concerned about who are you and do you see me like I see you and I don't mean like you know just us being on the same page emotionally I mean do you see me when I'm you know do you see me when I can't see myself sometimes because I can see you when you can't see yourself sometimes you know what I mean and that is the thing that may I think that is the those are the things that really make or break a relationship I could not marry someone that I didn't that did not know how to please me and that I did not know how to please and moreover that I was uncomfortable telling how to please me and was uncomfortable hearing how to please them that's not that's not the person I need to be marrying yeah that's right Cause my ex, my ex told me one time after we broke up, and he was like, "Listen, our problems didn't happen. They were they were not in the bedroom. You were very communicative. You were very willing to hear things, and that's not really like a bragging point, but that's just more so like, you know, I told you know, oh, you want to try this? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, or you're you're interested in this? Let's try. Let, let's go for it. You know, because if that, yeah, if I because I want you fight, to be satisfied as well. Right. I want both of us to be satisfied. <laughs> But I think a lot of people don't understand that. And this goes back to the point that we were Mm. talking about earlier where our partners, you know, kind of if they if we're in the mood and they're not sex is viewed as a as a scope. It's it's a it's a it's a tool for visibility. So if if you don't know how to see me, 
or if you're blind in that aspect and I can't even tell you how to see me, how am I going to be able to tell you how to do other things for me as well? Because it doesn't just Mm. stop there. You know what I mean? Like that's across the board. There's no way I can tell you, you know, oh, okay. Or I can expect you to know what to pick me up from the store, but I can't expect you to know how to fuck me either. Like it's, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? So you, you have to be communicative about those things that you have to be, you have to be the person to tell this other person what you like because they don't know. Yeah. Wow. Those, those conversations are hard, especially when you don't know how to have them or you've never had them before. Like they're, yeah. they're tough and they can be really awkward, but they're extremely necessary. Like, I don't think I've had more awkward conversations in any relationship that I've ever been in than this one. Oh my God. Like really? not even sexually, just like really awkward conversations. Yeah. Wow. I'm actually surprised by that. I, I think, guess, we, but but it's also your. I feel like your most successful relationships. That's very interesting. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Then that just I, shows I think, like you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, yeah. It doesn't. Well, I can understand how it can be uncomfortable, but for me, oh yeah, like it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It, well, I know it doesn't. Well, not even just because I, I think we know it doesn't have to be, but sometimes it's easier said than done, right? But I think yeah, when you, sure. I think when you approach your person from like me, y'all know I like to joke. I'm a silly person, you know, like things like that. I know how to, I know how to laugh. I know, I know how to make a joke. I know how to meet people halfway. I know how to, you know, I know how to be really random, and you'd be surprised just how willing. Like people, people, even friendships or things like that, people have to see you willing to be awkward or silly or funny before they can tag in and jump in too. So it's, you know, if it's something that you're doing, you really set the tone for it. So like for me, if I'm uncomfortable with a nigga, you know, I can, I can pour us drinks or I can, I can roll us one or I can, I can make a joke like, you know what? Can I tell you something? I saw something on the internet the other day and I wanted to try it. Can we try it? Can we like, can we try that out? And explain it's like, oh, you know, you're being silly or, you know, you for real? Yeah, but we can't do it. You know, and just kind of make a joke out of it because I think people, there's so much stigma and so much seriousness around sex because sex is directly tied to the ego. But I was just about you, to say, oh, yeah, you don't want to feel inadequate. Like, oh, you I don't can't meet your needs. And then people but take it personally, to... but it's like, no, I, this is just something that I like. I'm not trying to say that you don't know how to have sex or whatever. I'm just this way. Yeah. Yeah. But you also like you also have to tell people like you it's a language that you have to speak. So that's what I was talking to one of my friends the other day about there's a difference between speaking a palatable language and then speaking my language. So there's a mm. way that I would talk to Ayana that I would not talk to to Jordan. You see what I mean? Yeah. But there's a way that I can speak to the both of you to where you can understand it, but there are things that I can say to Ayana that she would get instantly, and there are things that I can say to Jordan that she would get instantly. You know what I mean? So it's and it's 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 a way that you speak to your lover. But again, if you you might be nervous to have the conversation, but mm-hmm. you're not unwilling to have it. You know what I mean? And, and there are some there are so many people who are just unwilling to have it, but for me, sex is like a, it's like a, it's a customized thing. I'm not giving you the same thing that I gave to somebody else, and nor do I want to. I want to know if we, if I'm going to be in this relationship with you and not my exes, then we have to have this conversation because I'm not going to fuck you like I fucked the last guy. You know I'm what so I mean? glad you said that because I really hate <laughs> when, um, like there's something wrong with a woman if she's not doing and having a certain 
um, reaction to them. And they're yeah. like, well, it must be something wrong with, with you. It's not me. And it's like, you cannot generalize <laughs> like everybody. Like everybody doesn't like the same thing. So I just really hate. And that really tells me a lot about somebody and what they're doing in the bedroom. Because if you are making general statements like, Mm-mm. oh, yeah, this is what I do, da, da, da. Yeah, you can't be doing the same. Like everybody's not gonna receive. (laughs) Well, well, like I feel like you have to learn your partner. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, whoever you're with, this is when you make it fun. You know, you look at him and you go, "Well, let me ask you something. Did you ask me how to fuck me, or did you just think you already knew?" Ouch. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 not, and it's not to sound rude, but it's just like. It's to kind of put it out there so then he can t- he can take the if, if he's really interested in doing that with you and really figuring it out, he'll take it as a challenge. Like, okay, well tell me what you like. Show me what you like. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that can create a, a board. Uh, that can that can create, you know, really a advice, whole different actually. dynamic. <laughs> yeah. But I, like, I, feel I, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> like you like you almost have to to not hurt the ego, you do have to kind of set it you up just a certain to, way you have to ask the question right you have to, it's, it's a it's a kind of vulnerability like just just take that into your next or like try it with your partner or whatever you'd be like you know what i've never asked you how do you like this how do you like to be fucked how do you like to be cared for and then you know you watch them go through you know what well, i don't know or you know i just kind of be like well you know i'm not asking you because i'm trying to put you on the spot i'm asking because you're someone that I care about and you're someone that I definitely see a future with. So I want to make sure that you understand that I can appreciate you in ways that, you know, that are specific to you as opposed to just bringing something, just bring, because I only know how to do what I can do, but I want to know how to do what you want as well. Mm-hmm. And so that'll, that'll give them that, that'll create that space where they're like, okay, you know, well, now that you mention it, I have wanted <laughs> to, or, you know, I have thought about, or, you know, there have been times where I've liked this or I didn't know how to bring this to you. And then just sit down and have the conversation and then tell yeah. them it doesn't have to happen right then, but just say, hey, whenever you're ready, just let me know that this is something that you're willing to try so that either I can prepare for it or I can I can surprise you with it or I can make the, I can, you know, I can incorporate it or something like that. And then that way, like even in the act, when they see that you're trying to make that effort, they can kind of, they can guide you to it as opposed to, because we've all been in situations where someone thought they were doing something that we liked. And then, you know, it may have been uncomfortable or something like that. And then you grab the person's hand and you move it or something I, like I that. I'd be like, look, like, oh. just that. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. But, you know, if you Find the, the target. Time, yeah, exactly. But if you, if you sit down and you make, not necessarily a joke of it, but if you just make light of it, like, listen, what you do is great. You know what I'm saying? I, I love your efforts. I love what you, I love what we get done. I love how you make me feel. You know, I just kind of want to, you know, can we hone in on this? Can we focus on this? Because you don't want to, you don't want to make it seem like they don't know what they're doing. You're just trying right. to have them redirect their effort. You know what I'm saying? Or hone yeah. their effort or, you know, Less ballparking, more you know, more home running. I guess is a great way to say it. <laughs> I have, I have one more. I have something I want to ask y'all too. Yeah. So you said that you you lost a lot of weight, and mm-hmm. so you're in a new body. And I wanted to talk about, like, I guess having confidence in your body and, and yeah, kind oh, of wow. being free in your body. And so I wanted to ask you, like, what was your experience, but also what advice would you maybe give to somebody who wasn't feeling confident in their body? 
You so, two youngs, like what like what advice do y'all think I would give somebody? So confidence, I think the way confidence is portrayed and it's talked about, I think confidence, people think confidence is something. Confidence is like healing. There are days where it's like, <laughs> nigga, please. And then there are other days where it's like, you know, fuck, you know, I I my I can see my love handles in this. I don't fit in this the way that I thought I would. This outfit doesn't oh, look good yes. on me. You know, and then you go through those things. And yes. the thing that I've learned the most is that the view that you have of yourself, it's not, you don't necessarily, and, and, and self-love and all, self-love like real love, you know, it's not, it's it's a decision. It's a, it's, it's a choice, you know what I mean? So being confident in your own body um for me it's it's just the understanding that i am who i am and i can do whatever i want to with this body as long as i'm as long as i'm alive and i can and, and i'm and i'm willing and i'm able so my thing is that i've had to really let go of the desire to be desired and i've learned to focus mm, more so on loving who I am and making sure that I am doing that to the best of my ability. And I've set personal visualization goals. So, you know, my thing, my goal for losing weight, of course, was to one, see myself do it. And two, um, to be able to wear the things that I wanted to wear and to step up my fashion. So now I dress completely different than I did a few years ago. Um, I look better than I did, in my opinion, a few years ago. And I love who I am and what I'm doing now because those are my goals. Now, if my goal was to be desired by the niggas with the gym bodies, even though I'm in the gym, I don't necessarily have that that muscle man, that action figure physique. But what I do know is that I can get up and I can do cardio with the best of them. My waist has gone from a 42 to a 36. You know, I'm tall. I look good. Wow. My skin is great. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, like I have all of you. <laughs> like Read have, off the list. Read off the list, yeah, Mike. <laughs> but those are things that I have to tell myself because I think when people, I think people get self-love confused with, with desirability, desirability and they're not the same thing. Mm. And it's like, when you love yourself, when you really love yourself, you're just like, okay, we're going to get up and we're going to do it. I love how yeah. I look. I'm going to put it out here. I'm going to be the person that I want to be. This is who I am. It is what it is. Versus, you know, am I fuckable to this person? This person rejected me. This person told me that I wasn't pretty. Yeah. Per- I wasn't pretty. Like, I just, it just, it would just mess up your, your sex experience. Like it would, if, it would. if you're think if you're in your head the whole time, like, Oh, like, Oh, I hope he's not looking at like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. how can it you really have time, a good time? You have to let yourself time, go. People, most of the things that most of the time when I found stuff out like that, when I felt like that, I realized that like, even when I was bigger, the niggas knew I was big when they when they was talking to me about it. You know what I'm saying? When we were setting that up. That's so period. That's, that's freaking out. Yeah. That's so, so true. Why do people big. do that? Yeah, me freaking out about being big didn't do anything but detract from my own experience. Because yeah. this nigga knew who I was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he saw me, he hollered at me, or when I got at him, he said yes. So he knew what I looked like. You know what I'm saying? I'm and, and listen, ladies, and this is me to you. I'm a picture nigga, so I'm gonna send you the picture. This is what you give me. I look like my pictures in real life. Ain't no catfish. This is no catfishy. Do you so, do the approaching mic or do you do you like to be approached? You do or is um, um it's both. I, I never turn down being I know, well, let me not say I don't turn it down, but I've never I never shy away from someone that I'm attracted to approaching me, but I also love approaching people because wow. I love 
I love because I because I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a charismatic person. <laughs> Me too. You are okay. I can I, hear it. I, this is my first <laughs> time talking. Okay, charismatic as so, hell. You I'm know, sold. So, I go up to, so I'm always going up to, to niggas when I see them out and, you know, I can always make them laugh and be like, okay, handsome, you know, your nigga know you out here looking like this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let me take some you notes. Know? Hold on. And that's the first thing. And the first no, thing not the line. Not the video. And you see, Mike, see like, you, you see like you quick with it too. Like, yeah, like your mind just be like, like, how do you think of this so fast? <laughs> and it's like, he, like, listen, baby, I know your nigga don't know. I know your nigga don't know you out here looking like this. Cause I, if I listen, he need to be in your back pocket. You better call him now. <laughs> he let you outside. You know, he let <laughs> right. you outside looking like this. You know, you got this on. Right. Oh my. Listen, God. if you want, if you don't tell him, I won't. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, it's just oh, the whole dialogue. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> And you know, um, yeah, you know, and you know, and we just kick up a conversation, and then you just have to keep it going. Like, no matter, people are not looking for you to think that you're better than them. People are just looking at you to believe in yourself. And so, when you do that, it's like people don't, and you have to know how to take a no. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten so many no's. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't understand why anybody would say no to me, honestly, but I also don't. <laughs> take it I don't take it as harshly as I used to because I recognize that I'm not for everybody and I don't I don't say it like you know oh man's rejection is God's protection it's just like hey listen fuck it with me you know what I'm saying you are rich you you you're gonna be rich you're gonna be forever richer fucking with me but if you want to be broke that's fine stay in your struggle you have a wonderful stay night it struggle. was so great to meet you you look good baby you know what I'm saying and then you move on and yeah. then they usually see you talk to somebody else and then they make their way back over to you. And it's just like, ah, you know what I mean? Nothing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I need to see you in action, bro. Listen. Oh, my God. If you point <laughs> me to just go ahead and set a date. <laughs> Listen, I, I got to see my like action. Put a date on it. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> wow. Especially, it's a lot of fun, especially when you're drunk, too. Because, like. Oh, and, yeah. I got to have it. And I don't necessarily. Yeah, I don't necessarily need it. But it's just, it's like that extra boost. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's so fun. It's it's you know because usually people just don't. And then what I've noticed about the really really fine people, like there are some really fine people that make it their goal to be assholes and and shit like that. And you can usually spot those people. But then you also find people that are just like you know, damn, you really like you 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 really coming up to me talking to me like that? Absolutely. But I also have rule. So one, <laughs> if I ask you for your number and you give me your Instagram, I'm gonna cut it off. Nah, baby, you not nah, you have a good one. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I know what that is. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't do soft rejection. Just go ahead and tell me no. You know, <laughs> like we yeah, I, I, I don't dang. do that. You know what I mean? So I have standards for myself in terms of rejection, and but I also don't make it unsafe or uncomfortable or anything like that to reject me because it's I. The best way that I can say it is that I'm an experience that likes to experience and that likes to be experienced. So you don't have to partake, but damn, ain't you missing out by not? So <laughs> <laughs> you're lost. <laughs> yeah. Like you really have to have that you're lost mentality because and that just comes from belief in self. Like confidence, I think, is something is is such a commodity now these days. Everybody's like, self-love, do this, do this, do this. But just like believing yourself, if you can believe that you can not necessarily have anyone, but if you can believe that you can have a conversation with anyone, it'll take you so far. Wow. wow. That's real. Thank you. Wow. So good. What a great, this has been, this a, like, this been a great episode. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. Of and literally every, every time Mike would say something and it was like, 
gym, I was like, title, episode title, <laughs> episode title. <laughs> it was like it was like three or four. And I didn't write any of them down. <laughs> well, listen, when you go been. back and edit it, when you go back and right, edit it, right. Wow. Oh, that was dope. That was that was the last of my questions. That was yeah. Wow. Drop we gotta have you back on. Please. I would love you one of our friends with benefits. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I'm a fantastic FWB. I have references. <laughs> <laughs> References. but no seriously you um and I do I think I think Ayana said this in the in the beginning of the call like I am very supportive and so I do want to you know I I am a gracious guest so I do want to say this I think it is again such a in a in a sea of of podcasts I love authenticity and so I think this is one of and I'm not just saying this because you know I know you guys but I think this is such a great outlet for people and I, I thank you guys for including me on this because I'm someone that doesn't really you know as 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 charismatic as I can be sometimes I can be very closed off and when Ayanna approached me about this um a few weeks ago I was like okay yeah I, yeah I'll do it and I was thinking about it I was like ah oh, you know how am I feeling and stuff like that but you guys have such great energy um my week has not been the greatest but you guys' energy oh. have has really revitalized me and given me just a lot more of, of, you know, I can do it. I can go back to it and stuff like that. And I got to meet, you know, someone new. I got to reconnect with someone that I've been friends with for a long time. So I think what you guys are doing here is great. I wish you guys the best of luck. I know you guys are going to get big. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I wow. can't wait until you guys are wow. doing your TikTok videos and stuff like that. Like, I believe in people. So, Talk about the TikTok know. videos. Yeah, and you saying that saying, we we lifted you up? I feel like you lifted me up. You have no idea. Yeah, you have oh, no the energy idea. is different, different than when we things that you said. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> just believe in yourself. That's lingering with me. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. So wow, this this I thank you so much for coming on. Thank oh you God. so much for being supportive. Thank you for being thank you. you. Okay, the, the 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 the, the energy is radiating. I can't even see you. Next time we will do this visual. Yeah. <laughs> we had some on. we had some issues with the visual um, platform that we normally use when we have guests, so we didn't do it with you. But next time we definitely will have a visual so we can see all of the. <laughs> all of the the facial expressions and you can see ours because while you were talking i was like i can see ayana i'm like i'm like shaking my head i'm confirming with you but you can't see any of that <laughs> yeah. so yes yes it's been a pleasure yeah, yeah for, for, sure, sure. for sure and and I say, like thank you for being you thank you for just being authentic funny encouraging because you really don't understand how that has your words have encouraged even me today so this has been amazing i i love this you guys follow me on instagram handsome.ing oh yes and we will also put your ig we will be sure to put it in the description too yes so people can follow yes absolutely All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.